The Lord is speaking to us about my father's house. John 14, 1 to 4. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Believe also in me. Believe my word. Believe God. Believe the word of God. I am the word of God. How are you going to believe God without the word of God? We just heard that. How are you going to believe God without the word of God? If you're going to believe God, it has to be the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. So Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Have faith in God. Have faith in the word of God. I am the word of God. Believe in me also. In my father's house. Then immediately introduces them to his father's house. To the house of God. To the presence of God. You know, when you are troubled. When you are perturbed. The best place to go is the house of God. So Jesus introduces them to his house, to his presence, to his father's house. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. See, again, these words were spoken just the day before Jesus Christ was crucified. We said that chapters 13 to 17 of the Gospel of John, all of what is written there happened in the upper room where Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples. So this was just a day before he was crucified. A day when he was telling them about his crucifixion. When he was telling them about their own denial of him that no, they were going to deny him. A day when he was telling them about the betrayer of Judas Iscariot. A day when he spoke a lot about the Holy Spirit. Spoke a lot about the Holy Spirit. He prayed for them. They were there for hours. Talking back and forth. Asking questions. Giving them answers. And all of that. It was not really a happy time. It was a tense time. Their hearts were troubled. But he said, let not your heart be troubled. Even he himself was troubled. There are times in life, times of perplexity, times of anxiety, times of uncertainty, times of trouble, even of fear. But listen to the word of God. Believe in God. Believe the word of God. Be careful for nothing. Don't be troubled about anything. Don't let anything trouble you. But with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then peace of God, the peace of God, the peace of God will safeguard your heart. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will garrison, will police your heart. The peace of God will be the police that will guard your heart. My brothers and sisters, in your father's house, in your father's house, there are many mansions, many mansions. Many, there are, there are abundant provisions, awesome power, and endless possibilities. Abundant provisions, awesome power, and endless possibilities. I want you to listen to this very carefully, listen to this very attentively. All, all, yes, I mean all that you need, all that you need. All that you will ever need, all that you need, all that you will ever need is available, abundantly available in your house, the house of God. 
Amen. All that you need, all that you will ever need is available in your house, which is the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. You see, there are many awesome, awesome treasures hidden in the many mansions of your father's house. When you talk of a mansion, you're talking of hidden treasures. You're talking of treasures. Really, do you have a mansion without treasures? Really, do you have a mansion with poverty or with lack? Mansions speak of provisions, abundant provisions. May you never, never live in poverty in the midst of endless measures of treasures in your father's house in the name of Jesus. Let me say that again. May you never, never live in poverty in the midst of endless measures of treasures in your father's house in the name of Jesus. You see, Psalm 36, Psalm 36, 7 to 9, say to us, How precious is your loving kindness. If there's any place to get love and kindness and goodness and forgiveness and mercy is in the house of God. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men Put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Now listen to verse 8. Psalm 36 verse 8. They are those who put their trust under the shadow of the wings of the Lord. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of his house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. Verse 9 says, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Now, just to pick a few things there. Verse 8 says, they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. Amen. There is fullness in the house of God. It's your house. There is fullness. That fullness is supposed to satisfy you. And he said, you will be abundantly, not just satisfied, you will be abundantly satisfied with the fullness of the house of God. And he says, God will give you to drink from the river of his pleasures. River of his pleasures. Not just pleasures. Not drops of pleasures. No, not, not, not just you know, little pleasures. But what? River of pleasures. River of pleasures. Then verse 9 goes on to say, For with you is the fountain of life. Not a well of life or a puddle of life, you know, or a pond of life, but what? A fountain of life deep down. Amen. A fountain of life. Wow. That's great. This is mansion. This is mansion. It's not just one mansion. It's mansions. A complex of mansions. An estate of mansions. That is your father's house. That is your house. Be proud of it. It's your house. Oh Lord, you are the fountain of life. This is our prayer. And I believe, I, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer. Oh Lord, you are the fountain of life. The source of true light. Abundantly satisfy me with the goodness of your house and of your holy temple. Give me drink from the river of your pleasures. Can we just pray that for a minute? Hallelujah. Let's, oh Lord, you are the fountain of life. You are the source of light. Abundantly satisfy me. Satisfy me abundantly with the goodness of your house, 
with the goodness of your house and of your holy temple. Give me drink from the river of your pleasures. Give me to drink of the river of your pleasures. Hallelujah. You are my shepherd. I shall not want. You make me lie down in green pastures. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, make me lie down in green pastures in the name of you. Lead me beside the still waters. Lead me beside the still waters. Restore our soul, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord is speaking to us on my father's house. Let's read again John 14, 1 to 4. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. So the Lord say, I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. I believe as Jesus was speaking with his disciples about his father's house with many mansions, they were imagining many beautiful and great things Pictures and potentials and possibilities being created in their minds. Lifting them out of the state of fear and despair that they were in. Amen. As he was speaking to them. And then Jesus' words were not you know, powerless words you know, or simple words. They were what? Spirit and life. Amen. Meant to satisfy. Meant to address whatever the problem is. So... They were in fear. They were troubled. So as he spoke to them, they were imagining beautiful things, great things, wonderful things, possibilities, potentials. And those things, those imaginations, those thoughts in their hearts, the words of Jesus created them and they were being lifted out of their despair and trouble. Amen. But the Lord lift you out of your despair and trouble, even as you listen to the word of God now in Jesus' name. Can you imagine a conversation that Jesus was having with them? Hallelujah. I want you to you know, listen attentively to this. You know, just imagine a conversation between a big uncle that has come from the land of the West, visiting his nephews and nieces in a remote and destitute village in another part of the world, talking with them about his life, about life where he lives, back in a developed country. Talking about the six-lane roads, not talking about the very long bridges, not talking about the high-rise buildings, talking about the amusement parks, um, the schools, um, and maybe even talking about his own house where he lives. He lives in a mansion, and he's talking to them about these things. He has come from the rich country. He has come from the developed world and he's visiting the village, his village, and talking to his nephews and nieces. And you can imagine how they were just glued to him, just listening, listening attentively, listening attentively. Jesus was talking to them about his father's house. And you can imagine what was going on in their mind. They were thinking because Jesus' words were creating pictures in them. Jesus' words uh, no were ministering to them. It was supposed to lift them up uh, to the presence of God. Um, 